The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Are you ready to move from your good life to one that is amazing? Then you've tuned in to the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you the tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is amazing. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone, and good afternoon. I'm thrilled to be part of this show today, From Good to Amazing, and I happen to be talking to you today looking outside the window at the Reno, Nevada Mountains. What a privilege in life, and to be able to do online radio anywhere in the world. We have people from all over the country and the globe listening to us today, and I am thrilled to have with us Carrie Weldy. He is a designer extraordinaire a TV personality, and an incredible energy worker on homes, on projects. He is amazing. Carrie, welcome to our show today. Hello, Reverend Temple. I'm so delighted that, that you are with us. I'm, I'm telling you, you are just doing incredible work. Um, I know that so many people, especially in Florida, are familiar with you and the things that you have done. Uh, Tell us how you actually got started in the work of design and creation uh, that you do um, in homes, um, in baseball fields. I know that you greatly impacted the the Chicago Cubs. Um, Tell us how your path got started in this work. Well, uh, starting in renovation, uh, before I started my company 11 years ago, I was in corporate America, which uh, prompted the writing of my book um, for 12 years, uh, prompted the writing of my book, Spiritual Guys in the Workplace. And uh, after that, I was really called to do this design work and renovation work. And I started, uh, I started an Internet company after I moved to Chicago when the Internet business and sector was doing really well. And I had to close the uh, company when I ran out of money because I couldn't raise my institutional round of funding. So uh, after that, I was jobless, basically. <laughs> and uh, and then I started, I, was, I signed up to go to law school and to become a patent attorney. My undergraduate work is in chemical engineering. And uh, with that, I decided that I needed to make some money in, in preparation to go to law school. I was deeply in debt. I was probably $100,000, $150,000 in debt. And um, and really, uh, um, I, I had a, a backpack, um, you know, with with tools in it, 
and I had my clothes on my back and a bed and a few pieces of art, and I moved into a 750-square-foot apartment. And I really decided to make the ethical choice in the not to file for bankruptcy, the urging of my um, my uh, lawyers for my internet company. And I'm glad I made that decision because I knew that I would be honored in the universe. It didn't matter how long it took me to pay off that debt. So I'm, you know, registered to go to law school. It was nine months before school was to begin, and I, um, I literally had applied for a hundred jobs in corporate America. I was used to make used to making six figures, Temple, and um, and I just could not land um, anything. It was you know, around 2000, 2001. And um, I know for many listeners, it may, you know, some of the listeners, it may be that way now. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm here to encourage that because um, I, I just was had the impulse then to start hanging signs around town and, um, and you know, doing handyman work and things like that. And I started getting hired. I, my first job was um, caulking a bathtub for $75.00. And um, the gentleman I worked for uh, felt so sorry for me because I didn't have a car. And it was, you know, four feet of snow, and he drove me back to my apartment building. And I, and I uh, then thought, wow, I can really do this and make money. And, and that started it all. And the, the jobs kept getting bigger. I then started uh, doing small bathrooms, and I realized immediately that people needed design work. My father, thankfully, had taught me how to work with my hands in, in, in a small company that he had in manufacturing in Indiana. So it just grew. And I, three months later, I, I found myself loving the work. I loved helping people. I loved uh, working with them directly and not being in a corporate office. And I started wearing the designer and builder hat and grew that and finally landed a small role on an HTV show. Uh, was featured in there. My home was featured in a five-minute segment. Another project was featured, and I landed uh, a major uh, segment on a half-hour um, episode of HGTV and My Big Amazing Renovation, where I put four condos together and combined them into a single luxury home, where I was the talent, the host, and also the designer and the builder of the uh, residence. Is that the and family Davises, Carrie, that you worked on their home? The Davises in Chicago, that was the segment on HGTV, because that was very powerful, you know, everything that you did for them. It was. It was very powerful. She was a two-time breast cancer survivor. And the beautiful thing about my work, because I've been studying the secrets of the masters of energy, like Michelangelo and Da Vinci, and even the powerful masters of, of modern day that you know. You've had Master Co., I think, and, you, at, uh, and, I, and I met him um, down there, and um, you've had... Um, these other wonderful uh, people like Dr. Masurimoto that I met, you know, when he came to St. First Unity. Um, after studying these principles, I've been integrating them for about eight, nine years into my work and creating what I call the new green. Because what I really believe for the temple is that um, the new green is about feeling good and feeling energized. Anybody can make a place look cool if they just look at a magazine and and evoke something that's popular. But how you feel and how your body responds biologically to the spaces that I create for you is much more important to me than how cool your place is. It would be nice if I do both at the same time. Right. You know, what you're saying, 
what you're saying with everything that you're giving is just is just so rich that I, I, I want to go back and I want to highlight just a, a moment for our, our listeners um, because we do have people listening from, from all over. I want to highlight the idea of the beginning days that it just had the appearance and it was more than appearance. It was reality for you. It was one struggle right after the other, wasn't it? And you know, I like to say often, instead of I'm waiting on my dreams to come true, my dreams are waiting on me to come true. And in my own life, too, Carrie, there's been several times that, you know, I thought, okay, this is it. You know, I'm climbing up the ladder and here we go. And then I would be so caught by surprise and then more struggle would come. It, it truly is, if you're destined for amazing things, that it's like life works you so that you can develop and be strong enough and dynamic enough and have the conviction about the work that you came here to do. Don't you do that? Absolutely. I think you're right on the money on that. And I, I really believe, even uh, there's so many people that don't believe that they're divine. And they don't see their value on this planet, but everyone has a special gift. And when you fall into the passion, I remember when I was 10 years old when working for my father's company, this is a perfect illustration. I would, I would be drawing floor plans for houses, and I still have those, little sketches when I was 10 years old, you know, and, I, and, I, and I, it, was, it was part of the universe telling me, you know, this passion I have, I kept drawing and drawing, and I never went into that. I went into chemical engineering, and then I did sales and marketing for companies, and while all that was fine, I really was, you know, my passion was taking at me. And when we follow our passion, truly... Everything lines up, and the universe supports us in more ways than we can even imagine. And we fall into what I call synchronicity, which was what I outlined in my book, Spiritual Values in the Workplace. The spiritual values in the workplace, um, just so everyone can be aware, it's a tremendously successful book. It's certainly one that you will want to have, regardless of what endeavors or work that you are a part of. It's a great thing to lay on your CEO's coffee table or desk. <laughs> if they're not open at this point, by the time they read Carrie's book, they will be. It's something that so many of the spiritual people that are so into that conversation understand that that being in the workplace more than ever, that we don't have a certain set of values and rules in our, in our churches, in our communities, our spiritual communities, and then go and have a whole different set of standards in our workplace. A lot of people live that way, and Carrie is out to change that, as am I. So you can go to Amazon.com to purchase Carrie's book, Spiritual Values in the Workplace. It would make a great stocking stuffer at this time of year. You can get that one, and you can also get mine, How to Speak Unity. You put those two together, and you've got some real good things going on, right, Carrie? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but back to you, you know, because I know, because... Um, I've lived long enough to see this. There are there are people out there that they see you on HGTV. They see how you carry yourself and how confident you are, and you take the room. I mean, literally, <laughs> you know, in your work, you take the room, and people see you and go, "Wow!" You know that, and they think, "Gosh, that just happened overnight." And that confidence, when we earn our right to be somewhere and to speak on solid ground about what we believe, um, it's so evident. And people listen to us. I watched um, a number of your 
um, your client uh, referrals and things on, on YouTube. On If you go to YouTube and you do Carrie Weldy, W-E-L-D-Y, everyone, you can watch some of those, and they're great. But a lot of people had major trust issues and didn't feel comfortable because they were disappointed having people work in their homes uh, before or their businesses. And it was all about who you are, Carrie, uh, that uh, brought people to this awareness. I'm looking forward to your coming back to Florida again because I want you to come to my home. <laughs> I want to get some of your your feedback on, especially from the, the energy um, perspective. I don't know if you're aware of this, but one of my sideline careers, like you were talking about, I don't know, did you know that for a while I sold high-end real estate? Oh, wow, yeah. Over on uh, on the East Coast in, in Fort Lauderdale. Um, and it was a time that high-end real estate, we weren't selling a lot, but I had a lot of experiences. And having been, uh, you know, into shamanism and those kind of things for many years, I definitely understand there's some businesses you can walk in and you want to immediately purchase something, and there's others that the minute you walk in the door, you make a U-turn and you rush out. Um, I've always understood that, and the fact that you're doing this work, it just fascinates me. But back in those days, go in certain homes. Uh, There were homes that I would never show because I would walk in them and I would do a preview of them and I would go, no, I don't even want to be in this home. Uh, all energy related, I know. Um, and there was one that I was in there for the day showing um, having an open house. And I kept feeling like, you know, something was in the home with me. You know, kind of woo, 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 woo. <laughs> and I opened, I started looking in all the closets and there was a deer head there. And I, I could feel that because I'm so not for that trophy stuff um, with animals. But um, that's what I was feeling. So um, I am just so enamored, blown away by the part of what you're um, doing. Tell us about that. How did you get into that um, identifying energy work like you do in places Well, I started by studying healing work when I was working for uh, corporate America and uh, working for large Fortune 500 companies. I had this fascination immediately. And, uh, you know, I I don't know if you've ever uh, know this or if I've told you, but I started going to, it was Jack Bowen's church then in in Warren, Michigan at the Unity there, uh, Unity Church, and was getting introduced to Dr. Wayne Dyer and um, and all these amazing speakers that you, many of whom you probably have met, and studying meditation because it's such a key part of bringing balance and connecting with our divine nature. And uh, and when I started studying polarity energy work about 20 years ago, um, I really started understanding energy and bringing the science of my background and connecting it with this ethereal part and making it very real. Because when I do energy work, I just want to make sure that I understand, you know, why is it that you should never put a garbage can in the corner of your room? And why is it that a torus, you know, a plant that's shaped like a torus is a great place, you know, uh, for it to be in a corner because then the corner will send it a carrier wave and it pushes this energy field that's divine that's coming out of the plant and floods the whole room. 
And so using these principles, it's, it's important to get grounded in. And then I started studying after, um, you know, with more and more masters of energy that I call, um, including the, the ancient ones like Da Vinci and Michelangelo and the builders of the Great Pyramids, which, you know, not only did they use sacred geometry, they knew how to measure energy that's radiating from, radiating from the earth and how to measure toxic energy and how to measure what I call divine energy. And they knew very specifically how to do it. We have always had these tools to heal ourselves and to allow this, this presence to come through and to, and to bring about an energy that is um, around us and learning how to channel it appropriately to bring ourselves to a higher plane of consciousness and for our bodies as well. So, you know, I've studied with Master Co. and Herrick Schoen with Reconnect Therapy, which is an amazing healing modality, and, uh, and many other masters, including Dr. Abraham Kareem and, and Dr. Robert Gilbert at the Vesk Institute. These things that I, that I practice, I want to make sure they're grounded in science, and then they become very real in our lives. Yeah, that's what I that's what I love about it because um, that's what I love about the teachings of unity. They're very they're very practical. They're tools, not rules, and a way of life that's not all woo woo and airy fairy. You know, I, I think that a lot of the um, the new age modalities are amazing, but because early on they got tagged uh, with very data at the time to really um, solidify uh, the findings, uh, the people kind of fluff them off. So um, I resonate with what you're saying that, you know, when we look at that scientifically, we're able to prove it. Um, like you did with the, um, I was reading your article where you worked with the uh, Chicago uh, baseball team. And you went to uh, Wrigley Field, and they were trying to understand how, um, since, what, the 30s, that they had had such off-seasons, and it's because they had moved into the, this field um, that was um, right there where there were three cemeteries uh, surrounding that area. Uh, we're getting ready to go to break, Carrie, but I would, I would like to leave us right there. Uh, because I want you to share with people about that, because, I, you know, with the way people are and loving baseball and all those kind of things, for those people that are skeptical, this will be the, con- you know, the convincing factor. So um, I'm so thrilled that you're on the show today. For those of you during break that would like to look Carrie up, Carrie, C-A-R-Y-W-E-L-D-Y uh, dot com. And you can um, start looking at all the various things that he does, including his book, Spiritual Values in the Workplace, which we're also going to talk about today. Thank you for supporting us on Unity Online Radio. We really appreciate your donations. And we'll be right back. I'm Temple Hayes from Good to Amazing. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. Affirm the good that flows within you 
and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. The present moment is the point of action in my life, my opportunity to create my bliss. There is no need to ruminate on the past or daydream about the future when I can do something constructive with the now. Taking advantage of the present moment is like waking up in the morning. I'm no longer in a dreamlike state. Instead, I'm fully awake and aware of what is before me. Why postpone the life I desire? Right here and right now, I can begin creating it. That may mean making a business plan, enrolling in school, or moving a relationship to the next level. Whatever my dreams, I can advance them in the present moment. Guided and supported by God, I live my best life now. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word Digital Magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. There is nothing more thrilling than feeling your direct connection with your source, your spirit. In those moments, you are soaring, knowing that you can be, do, or have anything you want. But what do you do when real life hits you straight on? Let's get real. This is practical spirituality for a busy, bustling world. Join us every Friday at noon Central Time for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, where we explore leading-edge principles and break down the law of attraction so it works for you every day. When you are off the mountaintop, join us for this delicious exploration of attraction principles with your host, Ray Zander. Thank you for tuning in for From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at amazing at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I, like you, I'm sure that, you know, you're just receiving some really great insight and you know, as spiritual beings, we often think about our own energy. I was thinking earlier, Carrie, I'd like to welcome you back to our show. Um, I was thinking that I do with uh, individuals, you know, what you do with homes, you know, in shamanism. And, um, and for people to really take ownership of what a difference, you know, energy can make. I mean, as a human being, you, you can fake being in love. Uh, you know, you can fake uh, even how much money you have. Uh, you can't fake energy. <laughs> right, right. You just can't fake, uh, you know, a, a vital person or not. And it has nothing to do with uh, what age you are. Uh, it has everything to do with uh, the awareness of energy and how to use it. Carrie, before break, we were talking about uh, the energy work that you do um, with uh, not only uh, people's homes but in various locations. 
And um, you were contracted by, uh, you worked with the Chicago baseball team, did you not? I uh, actually did this project on my own because I thought it would be too much red tape, and I guess I kind of took my father's energy of of just going out and and getting the job done. And it was a real experiment for me to uh, kind of put it all on the line and test the principles of energy to see if indeed the performance um, could be changed. You know, usually we wouldn't think of that. We're so used to living in with our five senses and uh, we think that the result of a baseball team and the performance is based on how well the, each individual player is and how well the team does and maybe, you know, how the manager is and, and what the direction the owners are taking and how nice the stadium is. But, you know, the masters of energy that built the big cities and, and the great cathedrals and the temples and monuments, they really understood differently, that they understood that every shape and every, you know, sets of vibrational numbers and color, they all impact our relationships, our finances, and our health. And so I wanted to apply these very important principles to a major project. I live in Chicago. I've been here for 12 years. I'm from Indiana originally. And, um, you know, the Chicago Cubs are really a fixture in Chicago. And they weren't doing too well. I, I measured their season, and they played about 170-some games uh, last year. I, tar- I charted every single game and uh, what they were winning, and their winning percentage started around 50% and went down through midseason down to 38.5%. When I started my work, which included shamanism, and I, I love it, you're a, a shaman as well, um, I studied with Peter Calhoun, and I brought some of the energetic principles there, but I also took what the masters would have done and surveyed the land. And uh, when I started the project on July 16th of this year, I first looked at um, the energy from uh, from the area, and I noticed that a block and a half north, there's 120 acres of cemeteries, and there are three put together. And these cemeteries are shaped like an arrow, and they're directed towards Wrigley Field, and they're channeling what I call the energy of death. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so the masters of energy would have never, ever because they were hired a lot by the kings and, and, and so forth, and the magistrates of, of civilizations for thousands of years, they would have never placed Wrigley Field right underneath an area that is toxic or that is burial ground, because there's a lot of spirit energy running around, and there's a lot of granite in a cemetery and marble, which contains a lot of quartz crystal. Well, we know that quartz crystals uh, absorb, quartz absorbs energy, and it absorbs toxic energy, and it starts resonating, harmonizing with it. And then it needs to be cleansed. So there's, after a while, the quartz in the cemetery will start um, emitting this toxic energy, and it's then directed because of the power of shape down to, to Wrigley Field. Well, the interesting thing about the Cubs is that they won back-to-back the World Series in 1907-1908, but they weren't playing at Wrigley Field. They were playing at Westside Grounds, which is in the west side of Chicago, and there's right now a hospital in the same location. When they moved, they've never won in 100 years, um, ever, since, uh, in the last 100 years of World Series. And it's not a surprise to me. So I used uh, shamanistic techniques, and I used other vibrational techniques on them, and I put myself on the line. I started recording the video on uh, July 16th, showing what I was doing. I planted georesonator that we sell, and uh, they're made here in Chicago. They're holographically imprinted, and they're used to harmonize the earth. 
and they create these harmonization patterns that remove and harmonize the detrimental energy, and then they also charge the energy with beneficial energy, what I call divine energy. And I started charting, and I watched the games, and they, and then I, and then I engaged the uh, team, and I put the team members and their uh, pictures, and I shrunk them down and put them in a matrix, and then connected them with symbols of teamwork and agility and some of the other things that I felt like um, they needed to be um, connected with. Well, shortly thereafter, their general manager, I think, resigned, um, and I guess a lot of people weren't really digging um, the general manager, the previous one. And uh, they won seven games in a row, which was um, uncharacteristic of the season. But the interesting thing is now I've charted the entire season. After I started my harmonization work, the Wrigley Field and the Chicago Cubs uh, players through using photographs and things like that. Uh, they won consistently 50 to 60% um, throughout the rest of the season in their winning percentage, where they were at 38.5. And that was instantly. It wasn't a buildup. It was instantly. So these principles work. I'm going to be doing this again with another major league sports team. Um, I think, Temple, you know I'm working on a show. And uh, I coined the uh, term and trademarked energy makeover because I like that whole concept. You know, we always do makeovers and beauty makeovers and clothing makeovers, but I love the notion about energy makeover where we can energize our lives by using the secrets of the masters, both modern day and historical, and creating um, a movement around that where it really does change people's lives financially um, and, and uh, spiritually, emotionally, and physically in the healing of their bodies. So this is the work that I'm doing. Everything I'm doing, I'm, I'm moving in this direction of creating human nurturing environments, but also doing these, you know, energy makeover type things with people. That's my business. Gosh, it's just, and there was a time that um, I'm sure, you know, way back to the person that was, you know, used to making the six figures and trying to find his way or jobless, you know, as you said, I, it's just such an encouraging story. Um, because now there are just so many people, or I, I like to refer to it as a, um, you know, an undefined spiritual relocation. <laughs> you know, because you're yeah, sure. you're in this space of you have no idea how it's going to work out. All you remember is that somewhere way back, instilled within you, was a dream um, that you you weren't even sure what it would look like uh, once you got to the other side. Um, but yet, you know, here you are. And I think the other thing that's of value, uh, and I, I tell people this often, everything that I've ever done in my life from the beginning of being 11 and working in my uh, grandfather's store <laughs> and all the things that I've done, everything, even the things I thought, why am I doing this? Uh, you know, can I remember why? I use all of it. Don't you? I mean, it all comes together to be this great culmination of who you are and you're becoming. It's just so powerful. It's so true. And, and part of that is trust in the process. Even when you get this strong urge and we get that connection, uh, I get it through meditation, uh, and I really develop a contact with you know, the, the divine nature within myself and within all of us. And when we get that urging to do something, you know, my friends were saying to me, why are you moving to Florida? You don't know anybody in that area, in the whole, you know, St. Pete, Sarasota area. And I knew that I had to do it. And I was working with an astrologer, and I was working with two astrologers, actually. 
and um, and working with them to find out the location. But I knew I, I, if there was something within me, and I trusted it, and all these things um, started making manifest uh, in my life one after another and just started snowballing into this amazing um, occurrences. You know, then I went to Florida and um, this woman called me and she had tracked me down because she saw my show on HGTV and um, she ended up to be the owner of the penthouse at the Trump. And uh, for 18 months, she hired me to redo her home, a 7,000 square foot penthouse that's the highest residence on six continents and allowed me to bring in sacred geometry and energetic geometry and sacred numbers and color and the use of uh, quartz crystals in a dining room table that was made out of white quartz crystal where we had the slabs flown in from the island of Mauritius and creating a, not just a spectacular looking place but a, spect- a spectacular feeling place that is energizing and it feels great and it truly is beneficial energy that radiates into her life because by the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much money we have. It doesn't matter what our titles are and it doesn't matter what our clothing label is. I mean, all that is fine and I drive a nice car but in the end, what matters is, you know, how good do we feel and, and how are we blessing other people's lives and how are we of service that I talk about in the book, Spiritual Values in the Workplace, which is such an important concept of how may I serve instead of the society that we've gotten into of uh, how much can I get and, oh, I need another, you know, iPhone, I need another the latest gadget. We really don't. That's so true. You know, I've heard um, a number of people say, actually, we get contacted now by Gurujis um, and leading masters through other, you know, in other continents, uh, contacting us directly at First Unity or Unity Campus because they're hearing that um, our area is such a vortex um, and such a high vibration. Um, It sounds like you're saying the same thing and that that kind of catapulted you to the uh, next area of your life. Did you know Peter Calhoun and have those connections uh, prior to coming to First Unity? Which, by the way, we were thrilled to have you for as long as we did. <laughs> yeah, certainly. I mean, when I when I um, when I was down there, and I and I came into contact in, in a service, I remember at First Unity, and um, you had the three shamans there, um, and uh, Peter Calhoun was a third one, and um, uh, Jorge Luis Delgado, I believe, and yes. of course the author of the Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz. And as soon as Peter Calhoun got up, Spirit said, because I've always wanted to study shamanism, but I waited. I waited because timing is everything. And instead of forcing it, I waited until Spirit spoke internally. And I waited, and, and all of a sudden when he got up, Spirit said, that's your teacher. And so I immediately scheduled time with him. And you're, you're right about the vortex because... Um, you know, I work with several very powerful healers that are down in that area and energy masters and have become dear friends with them. And they have told me the same thing, that that whole area of St. Pete and, and, and Sarasota is an area, and the Tampa area is an area that has a vortex, and I witnessed that down there. I w- it was changed. I was going through the Kundalini Awakening. I didn't know what it was. My, I was experiencing weird symptoms in my body. And the doctors wanted to fly me up to Chicago and, and put me on drugs and do a test. And uh, thank God I found um, an energy master and a pranic healer, Anthony, who's become a uh, friend. And um, he just smiled and said, you, you have a kundalini awakening. 
And I had heard of Kundalini energy, and I knew what it was, but I didn't know what the Kundalini awakening was. And I was so glad that I found them because I was almost ready to go and, um, and uh, you know, uh, get on medication and those kinds of things. But um, it's such an important phenomenon to understand what's happening spiritually in our lives. And being part of that process is, as you say, simply amazing. Yeah, it really is. It absolutely um, it is incredible. Well, for people that are listening today and for other people that send this uh, show to uh, their friends and, and, and work relations and those kind of things, um, what is the best way for individuals to contact you, Carrie? Um, and what does that look like? Because um, I know that you're kind of jet-setting and you have your show on HGTV. Um, what does that look back? In our next segment, I want to talk a more about your book. But if, if a client wants to hire you directly to do a renovation, do they go through CarrieWeldy.com? Yep, they, they can visit, uh, people can visit my website. There's a lot of information on there, and, and uh, I have a Divine Living channel, and I'm developing a product line called the Divine Living uh, Collection, which includes other people's products that energize homes. Uh, but they can go and visit that and go under Contact Us and fill, you know just enter the form, and, uh, and we'll get that email, and I'll contact them. I contact everyone that responds, and um, I do lots of different work. I do healing and I'm working on a new modality and perfecting it that deals with the notion that every illness, um, every chronic illness comes from a past life uh, trauma and a uh, death. And, um, and I've, been, I've been doing that a lot and I, I post videos on that on my website with chronic illnesses within 10, 15 minutes. You don't have to go to doctors for you know, long periods of time or go to therapy or work out relationship issues. Most of those relationship issues, in my opinion, are caused from past life death with people that they reincarnate with. And so I'm developing this whole thing on past life healing and developing this system that's very quick and, you know, where a woman that I worked with, for example, in this video, her, um, her 20 years of hip pain and six hip placements. Can you imagine that temple? Six hip replacements and... By doing remote work with her, I never had met her in person, and she she'd call me to harmonize energy in her home and give her some suggestions. Well, it got much deeper than that, and I also worked on her kidneys. In an instant, by the way, within 10, 15 minutes, her hip pain vanished. It's never been back, and that's because she had a dagger stuck in her hip from a past incarnation, and her ethereal her ethereal body still contained that. So, yeah, people can contact us, and I do all kinds of work. I'll do energy on the body, um, and then I'll do energy work on the home to harmonize it and to improve people's lives. Um, I also work on, you know, these banker lines and Schumann lines and Hartman lines and Curry lines that are naturally radiating earth energy, and it just creates destructive forces that is damaging people's health, and we have very simple solutions for that, and um, and people's lives are being changed by this, where a 30-year-old man was working with me and he, um, he wanted me to analyze his bed energetically, so I brought it in energetically into my home and tested it. In two minutes, I told him, you have a banker line running through your lower legs from your knees on. And he, I said, you, I'm betting that you probably will, or you do, have problems with your lower legs. He said, I'm, I have restless leg syndrome. I had never heard of that in a 30-year-old kid, and so I gave him a harmonizing pattern. I said, put this underneath your mattress. 
and he left, and then he called me a couple months later and said his uh, legs are so much better, and they don't jump around like they used to. Wow, what what rewarding work that that you do, Carrie. Well, I'm Temple Hayes, and you're listening to From Good to Amazing, and we are going to take a break, and we'll be right back with Carrie Weldy as he talks more about his book, Spiritual Values in the Workplace, and these. Hi, this is Ellen Devonport. The Five Principles was my first book, and here's what I've learned as an author. It's nice to sell a lot of books, but it's truly gratifying to know the book is being read, used, and studied in churches and small groups in the U.S. and beyond. And I get a real kick out of hearing that someone gave The Five Principles to friends who aren't in unity. Because The Five Principles are universal spiritual laws. They operate in everyone's life whether they know it or not. They've been discovered and rediscovered by spiritual masters for thousands of years. God is all there is. We are expressions of God. We create our experience with the power of our thoughts. We align ourselves with the well-being of the universe through prayer and meditation. And we live the truth we know every day in every decision. Just five principles, they cover it all. Buy the book at unity.org. like there's a lot of uncertainty out there about the economy these days. A lot of people have lost their jobs and some have even lost their homes. So how do you stay positive with so many negative facts coming at you every day? That's what the program The Prosperous Life is all about. It inspires, uplifts, and reminds you of the truth that we live in an abundant universe supplied by an infinite giver. Hosted by Chris Michaels and Stephanie Pfeiffer Stone, this program takes the spiritual approach to creating and maintaining your faith in abundant living. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time to learn how to live the prosperous life on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm loving my life. You better believe it. That's good all around. And I receive it. We now return to From Good to Amazing with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome back, everyone. I do want to remind all of you that you can go to unity.fm and you can download the program that you need to listen to Unity Online Radio all the time on your your iPhone or your um, MyTouch or whatever you may happen to have. Uh, we're here today with Kerry Weldy. He's talking to us about the energy work he does in homes as well as individuals. He ha- He's the author of a successful book, Spiritual Values of the Workplace, and he's also featured on HGTV, having done many various renovations uh, throughout the country and on other continents uh, with his great gifts. Um, Kerry, you want to talk to us a little bit about um, the spiritual values in the workplace? Sure, yeah. The idea behind this really didn't come from, um, you know, something that was religious necessarily. Um, It really was about values that are transcendent, that um, are present with us regardless of time and and space and uh, and those kinds of things. So 
you know, the things and the principles that I was talking about were about bringing love into the organization. You know, we think about large companies where I spent 12 years in Fortune 100 companies. Um, it just was lacking that. And uh, I think that as we continue to grow, it, uh, um, it seems to escape us. But there's a movement that I see that um, as large companies continue to dwindle and we see the growth sector in jobs being with smaller companies like my father's and mid-sized companies, that um, that these these values are becoming more integrated. That there's a movement which is very gratifying. We're seeing companies uh, bring in massage therapists, for example, and they're caring more about their employees because they realize that investing in their talent is more important sometimes than than considering just the customer and, and about the customer. And it's sort of like being outward directed without taking care of your own body. You know, nature, nature itself, to me, has given us all these beautiful tools that if we just watch how nature herself responds and how it works, it's playful, it's carefree, and yet it produces miracles that are more profound by making a baby in nine months or causing the butterflies to, to come back and know for thousands of miles, know exactly where they were before, or salmon know their origin. All these, or cat to find its home after, you know, being dropped off, you know, a thousand miles away. Where do these miracles occur? So it's in another dimension, and if we follow these principles of the laws of the universe and look at and apply them to our lives and even to the way that companies operate, I believe that companies can be happier the employees can be happier, and we can become more fulfilled in our work and our destinies to then follow our true passion. And I think it's so important, especially with um, individuals listening that are company owners or our managers or uh, very involved in various organizations, is so many people are just operating on you know, getting through the day or getting through the week. Um, and they tend to um, pass off um, the the essential necessary elements that, just like you were talking about, you are able to, you have been able to expand, expand your work, have success, have more opportunities coming to you nonstop. But that didn't happen just because, you know, you did a little magic wand thing one time. Um, you've been willing to go to teachers. You've been willing to have different experiences. You've been willing to pay financially to receive rewards from different teachers like Peter Calhoun and, and be involved in unity and those kind of things. And I think that um, a lot of times people want to skip a few steps, you know, and um, or uh they don't think enough of themselves that they're willing to put that as a top priority. Um, I know I feel the same way you do. At any given time, yeah. I'm working with some type of healer or teacher or uh, doing some type of new self-care or making an adjustment with what I put into my physical body. Um, and it's an ongoing process. But the benefits of that are a vibration of energy uh, and enthusiasm about life. And, and you can't, and, and that's the whole thing. There's so many other things that people put their energy into that's so temporary. 
Um, but the kind of things you're talking about, like um, uh, creating energy in a home, um, uh, more than feng shui, but the, um, the depth of understanding about the flow, uh, these kind of things you have for the rest of your life. And you reap amazing benefits, not only financially, but, um, you know, with love and joy and everything all the way around. So it's well worth, for those of you that are listening today, that you would put you as a top priority beyond your saving as account and your tithing to where you receive spiritual food, but to tithe to yourself is so essential to change your life and to um, prepare yourself for the greater dreams. Yeah, certainly. And, you know, part of that process, Temple, is what you've been referring to is, you know, I believe that a a lot of that is is when we surrender. And we surrender to what we think we are. We surrender to the image that we've been hanging on to. If 12 years ago I kept hanging on to, after applying for 100 jobs, trying to stick with that image of who I thought I was, which was I'm going to be a corporate executive and live, you know, this kind of a thing, and completely surrendering to that where I come where I'm allowing everything to, to go by. Financially, you know, I went down to zero. I went down to negative. And emotionally, I was devastated. And, you know, spiritually, I just, and relationship wasn't working. So I had to allow myself. The universe really did it because I was hanging on. If I would have listened to it earlier, it wouldn't have been so painful, you know. But I really, um, I really had to be broken down. And I had to surrender. And when I did, that's when the magic began. And then I, you know, I started my little business and started, you know, running around town, backpack full of tools, running through the snow because I didn't have a car. But I had passion. I had passion, and nobody can take any way anything away from you. You know, the material things in this world, they can come and go. But who you are, essentially, you know, who we are, nobody can take those things away from you. And those, that's where the treasures are. That's where the energy is. And then the material world will make itself manifest. After we follow these inner pulses, when we surrender, and we surrender the ego, which is about struggling to maintain my identity of who I think I am. So I always allow myself to be created, you know, to be recreated. I'm going through a shift now, through um, going from, from designer and builder to doing that and also doing television production and coming out with a new show. And, it, it, you know, it's a big step, but I know that I am... I'm being, I'm being watched over. I'm being guided that all these things and all these people are meeting and, you know, we're looking for investors and all these kinds of things. They're coming. They're coming together and the investors are coming. And it's just happening so rapidly. We're entering this time that is magnificent where if we allow ourselves to fall into synchronicity, we can have these things become manifested right before our eyes. Much more powerful in this principle that I talk about in Spiritualizing the Workplace than if we try so hard ourselves. If we allow the universe and we know what and we're focusing on what and why, the why is the passion and the fuel to our dream. The what is that? And I call that soul resonance. When your soul checks in, if I said, okay, I want a million dollars, how does that feel to my soul? Well, you know, maybe kind of flat. Well, let's get something that resonates with our soul. And if we allow and we know that what and the why and we let the universe figure out how, then that's when the power and the magic kind of happen in our lives. And I've demonstrated that, you know, by bringing and attracting these things in my life by, 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 my life by applying these principles that, um, 
are, are everlasting, what I call spiritual values. Oh, that's, a, that's a key point. I'd, I'd like to share with you, I don't know if you've heard this before, but it's a writing from a meditation from Ernest Holmes in the Science of Mind textbook, and it's entitled, My Own Shall Come to Me. And it says, from far and near, my own shall come to me, even now it is coming to me, and I receive it. My own is now manifesting itself to me, and I see and know its presence. My own shall know me and respond to me. My own cannot be kept from me. Neither can I keep my good away from me. I receive it now. I receive my good. <laughs> I love that. That's and beautiful. You're, you're, it's, so, it's so true. Um, so many of us, that in order for something to happen in our lives, we had to go out and make, 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 make it happen. It's exhausting. Um, and it, if there's no spaces in there to do the meditation or the intuitive listening, uh, like you're talking about, to even stop and say, oh, is this still mine to do? Uh, but when you're living in a premise that your own will find you, um, the phone will ring, uh, the right connection will be made, and you're doing it with a, with a belief that it will all happen in the right time, that's what I'm hearing you say. Um, is that when yeah. you're coming from that energetic uh, feeling of faith, um, that inevitably it will come. It will. But when it does, it will align with you. Um, I'm sure there's been many times, that, Carrie, that you've been approached by people or organizations, I know I have, that want me to be involved with something. But energetically, it's just wrong. It doesn't feel, um, it doesn't resonate with my spirit. I could do it. Um, and, and probably have some success at it. But um, what I would go through for that, rather than just allowing it to unfold the right way in time, is very different. Yes, and that spirit, that, that, that principle of, of uh, what I call soul resonance, you know, checking in, how is your soul vibrating with that? When you check in, when you meet somebody new in any kind of relationship, whether it's personal, interpersonal, or business, how is your soul resonating with that? Because your, your body is the biggest barometer to these things. We're not allowing ourselves to get into our bodies because we're so caught up with television and watching TV and watching things outside of ourselves and, and getting wrapped up in the five senses when we can transcend that. You know, I love that term enthusiasm. That word comes from entheos, which means in God or in spirit. When people are in spirit and they're passionate about life, they're living exactly how you describe Temple, which is one of the things I love about your radio show and about the way you live and the way you teach. It's so key. And nobody likes to be around a Debbie Downer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure, you know. A lot of ministers will say, what do I need to do to, you know, grow my work? It's grow you, you know. <laughs> uh, make it worth somebody's time to, you know, get dressed and have somebody watch and, and take an hour to get there. It's got to have that um, enthusiasm. Well, and, and back to you, Carrie. Um, I'm, your work is, is so um, inspiring, and it creates uh, an energy and excitement for all of us. I just want to remind each other, uh, all of you today as we're coming to an end of our show that to go to Carrie, C-A-R-Y, Weldy, W-E-L-D-Y.com, and find out about Carrie and what he's doing, most importantly, um, get this wonderful book for the holidays to give to a friend, Spiritual Values in the Workplace. You can find out about it on his website or get it at Amazon.com. Carrie, I'd love to have you on the show again. 
and enjoy um, being with you very much. And I, it's no doubt, as we all know for you, that uh, you're just beginning. <laughs> the best is, is yet to come. Thank you for being with us today on From Good to Amazing. Thank you. You're amazing and divine. And I appreciate the time to uh, spend with you and, and the audience. Thank you, Carrie. Appreciate you. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for being with us. Please forward this show on to your friends. There's so many people today that could understand better awareness of energy and how it can work, not only in your home, in your workplace, but more importantly, in your personal lives. God bless each and every one of you on your journey. And know that life is supposed to be amazing and nothing shy of that. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for tuning in to From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern for more tools to move your life from good to amazing. This program is brought to you in part by Temple Hayes Ministries Online at www.templehays.org and First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. Online at www.unitycampus.org. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, it's all a prayer. Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on touching the stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time. With an energy that will captivate you, touching the stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Rev. Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Letting go in the stillness. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on this message from Daily Word. Is something in your life causing you concern? Don't be discouraged. The presence of God is peace and harmony, healing and creative ideas, is with you every moment of every day, providing the help you need. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. You are a spiritual being, blessed with all that you need for happiness and fulfillment. God's wisdom will guide you. God's strength will help you do all that you need to do. 
and God's joy will lighten your heart with hope and courage. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.